Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. It's a little later than I usually come on. It's dark, but it's not late. And it's a little, you know, it, it can fool you because it's pitch outside. And then I look at the clock and it's like 6.15 p.m. So <laughs> I don't like this. Anyways, um, I want to start off with talking a little bit about what happened yesterday, Tuesday. So someone asked me earlier, do you know what the significance was of uh, yesterday's date? You know, which was Tuesday. And I said, yes, it was the winter solstice. Well, it wasn't until later that I realized what actually happened. So without coming out and uh, saying any names, I realized that there was an attempt to put out a curse yesterday. And the reason that uh, probably many of you uh, realize this is the time, the date, and that it was something that was probably heard just about nationwide, as well as in other countries. So what it boils down to is there was a little old man who came out nationally and attempted to put out a word curse. I, um, well, it's not shocking. It's not surprising to me at all. But I'm going to tell you something. I, I knew that yesterday was the winter solstice, but I didn't realize the other part of it until actually earlier today. I was like, well, son of a bitch, that, that is, uh, that's really, and that's special. So many of you probably know what I'm talking about. And I wouldn't ask anyone to listen at all to this rant, what this person had to say, but I read some of it. I read the highlights, and that's when I realized what happened there. See, whenever things are done during significant days, dates, even uh, full moons and super moons and this and that, then you have to start looking around and seeing just what's going on out there. And it didn't take much. I realized it pretty much right away as soon as that was, uh, I wasn't really thinking about the solstice at all. But once that was brought to my attention, like, yeah, I know what happened. But then I realized the bigger picture. So it's not going to work. I'm going to tell you this because there are too many of us who are aware. Too many of us have, uh, we've been studying for a long time and we know where many of these attacks are coming from. We realize the weapons. So I just wanted to um, share that with you. I know I'm talking in a coded fashion, but I'm sure you understand what I'm saying.
There are certain things that I can't name because of uh, censorship. Because trust me, it's happened to me before. If you don't think that I've been censored, yes, I have. A couple of times. And it was for something that was really pretty benign. So because of that, I have to figure out other ways to get the message out there. All right? Yes, I have to censor myself. I don't like people um, or entities, things that I can't see, people I can't see, changing things for me. I'll change them myself. I'm not the type of person that likes to be told, you have to do this certain thing or you cannot do this certain thing. That's where I have a problem. And I don't know where a lot of these people disappeared to, but I'm from the age, you know, the 80s, where it was all about question authority. Well, where are these people these days? I am going to tell you something else, and I'm really not... I'm not going to say I'm proud of this. I probably shouldn't have done it, okay? But um, every once in a while, my mouth starts going. And once it starts, it just, it's very difficult for me to stop it. And I'm not proud of this. But it's just something that happens. And it's when I am kind of angry, when I have a, uh, a passion about something whether it's good or not good, that's when those words will just start rolling out of my mouth. And uh, I was somewhere with my husband, and he started saying, well, I don't want to get anyone in trouble, and I'm just going along to get along, and all this and that. Well, that just rubbed me the wrong way, and his words irritated me. So we're out in public now. And I said to him, well, so you're, what you're telling me is that you're a sheeple. You're a follower, right? And I can't tell you the name of the song, but it's by Rage, okay? Rage Against the Machine. And it says, you better do what they told you. That's one of the key lines from this song. And so that's what I started saying to him. We're in line now at the store. And I tell him, you better do what they told you, okay? And, and I started making noises like, bah, like that, okay? Like a sheep. <laughs> and I didn't care because I'm just passionate about this particular thing. And there were people in front of us who turned around and it was a couple, and the man looked at me, and he said, I am so with you. <laughs> but in the meantime, I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that all out loud. I didn't mean to do it and to insult anyone else. But it was just, I was overtaken by my big mouth. I, I didn't mean to be... Uh, you know, a little jerk about it, but I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> so then I had to like make a exit. I said, okay, I'm going to wait for you outside. <laughs> I had to go outside of the store and <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a, I guess 
<laughs> now I better just leave it there. I don't want to get myself into any other <laughs> unwanted situations. All right. So, okay. With all that out of the way, I wanted to, um, because I'm not going to be able to be back probably until Monday. Now things are getting crazy busy and we've got things to do. And I'm sure that all of you have a lot to do because of uh, Friday and Saturday being Christmas Eve and Christmas on Saturday. So this is a really busy time. And so um, I just wanted to say that this is a mystery. I read about this person who now it's stated that he was a young boy. He was, I believe, at his grandparents' house. And he walked, he was outside, and he, his grandfather told him, well, don't go out around there too much because there's a snake out there. And so he decided that he was going to go search for this snake. So he spent a long time outside, and then um, he went back in to go get his grandfather because he, I believe that he found the snake. So he went back to let his grandfather, but when he went into the house, he noticed that it was different. The house was different. Um, the people who were in there were not his grandparents. The furniture was different and so on. Everything had been changed. So he thought, well, maybe I went into the wrong place. So he goes back out. Then he's like, no, this is the right place. And he goes back in, but yet everything's changed. So he's a little boy. So he gets all scared and he starts crying and he decides he's going to run down the street and he's going to go to someone, one of the neighbor's house to go and see what happened. So he goes down the street and he's running and he goes to the neighbors, but they're not the same neighbors. The people had all changed. Everything had changed. So he ends up getting picked up, I believe, by the police because he's wandering and they take him to the police station and they end up, uh, long story short, he ends up, I guess, having a, uh, a couple of evaluations. They're thinking, well, something's wrong with this kid. We don't know who he is. We can't find his parents. He takes them to his house, but though that is not his family there. So he doesn't know what happened. So he, uh, long story short, he ends up in uh, foster families and finally... He's adopted. Well, because of his psychological trauma, he ends up not doing too good. I believe he drops out of school and he's just in trouble. But anyways, he's, he straightens his life out and um, he's just living this life. And he's thinking, I must be out of my mind. But he cannot find anyone in the meantime. Like, okay, even if I am out of my mind, where is everyone? How come no one's looking for me? How come no one recognizes me? Because somehow he did end up in this place. And he knows the name of his family. He knew that address by heart. The, the place where he was at that was no longer his family home. So just what happened to this guy, Okay. What did he really experience? Now, we have a lot of options here. 
but it's just for the individual. What do you think happened to this guy? In the meantime, I recalled, it's a similar story. And it's the story of a girl. And she actually was at home. She was like in her early 20s and she went to bed at night. And when she woke up, okay, I believe that she was just, had just graduated college. So she went and she was at her family home. So she goes to sleep one night. She wakes up, gets out of bed. She's getting ready to go about her day. And she notices right away that the furniture is different. Okay, now what happened here? Am I drunk? Am I tripping? What's going on? So she goes out into the kitchen and the people in the house are not her family. They're other people. But these other people recognize her. And they call her by a different name. So like when she went to bed, her name was Sue. And when she gets up now and confronts this family who she's never seen before, her name is Diane. So she doesn't say anything because she doesn't know how or what to tell these people. And in the meantime, she's shocked because she's thinking the same thing. Have I lost my mind? What happened? Who am I now? I, I know my name is Sue, but now I'm Diane. So she can't understand what is going on. So she goes ahead and she goes along with it as best she can. So when she goes out to get into her car, okay, she still has a car, but her cars are different. And she's like, I did not know where to go. I didn't know what to do. And so she was crying. She says she spent a lot of time crying. You can imagine, I would have been totally traumatized. So, which she was. So she tries to go about her day as best she can. And finally, now after a couple of days have passed, she decides that she's going to go get a evaluation. Both physically and go to seek a therapist because she doesn't know really now who she is. Okay, she remembers her address. She remembers the school she went to and all of this other stuff. And those, okay, her address was still the same. The school she went to was still there. It was on the other side of town. She went over there to that school. They could not find her by her name of Sue, whatever the heck. They could not find her. But they couldn't find her by her new name either. As well as some of the other things had been changed. So in that area, when she was going to her old school, she noticed that some of the places that used to be there weren't there anymore. However, there were some remnants, like some like shopping centers that were abandoned, you know, only a couple of the stores were still open and things like this. A lot of them were closed. 
um, the, the supermarket that she remembered. Now it's a different name. Maybe it would have been Winn-Dixie and now it's uh, H-E-B, you know, something like that. And she's just at a loss. So after she had her evaluations, well, they couldn't find anything wrong with her. And she went to the therapist for a while and she said, I don't know how I'm supposed to live my life. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I feel as though something like in my, maybe in my brain has been changed. I, I don't know what to do. So the story is that she just had to settle in to her new identity and go on with her life. But all the while, she knows that something is wrong. And she's like, even if I have lost it, why can't they find me? Even her birth certificate, why can't they find me? How does she have a driver's license? She's able to get these things, but her old stuff is all gone. And she remembers the names of people. She remembers all these places. The only thing I can think of now, these are two cases, and I know that this isn't it. I know that there are quite a few others that are very similar. But what is this? Is, is this a uh, shift? Like in, rea- in a reality, is it uh, these people have actually come through into our realm? Have they came from somewhere else, from the parallel universe? When you think about it, I mean, and there are other options that we've got to go with. What if uh, these people had been abducted? I'm talking about truly abducted at some point. And these are like, you know, those memories that start coming and they mess with your mind. And then you kind of like are, are not sure of certain things. Or, okay, there's also... Alien abduction. What if it's something like that? Okay, now what if it's a time slip? And also, because we know it's possible, I know it's kind of far-fetched, but these things are possible. What if it's a case of time travel? See, all of these things that I just mentioned would be able to cause this type of thing with an individual. All of these things. They describe the the furniture being changed, being different. They describe certain things being gone now. Certain things being there that weren't there before. So, it's very mysterious. And I would, um, actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to look around for more of this type of thing. I I don't know what to actually call this. 
And the other thing is, uh, if, if they had been, maybe something happened to them in their lives that was just so traumatic, they just shut down altogether and created a new type of persona, okay? As some sort of defense mechanism. I, it's, it's very perplexing. It's very interesting. And uh, I, I'm going to look around for more or see if I can find out just exactly what this may be. Because, you know, they put a name on every single thing. So why not have some sort of a name, at least a description for this particular phenomenon? I wanted to uh, talk a little bit also about something that I haven't heard about in a long, long time. But um, I recall seeing this. And this is another thing. It's not really creepy. It's unsettling. But it's not really creepy and like spooky or anything like that. But uh, I recall, oh, this is a long time ago. And I just started thinking about it recently. You'll be able to go and look at it. Maybe you'll be able to see some of these things on YouTube or whatever. But it's a phenomenon called spontaneous human combustion. And it is just what it says. I mean, the the name of it is the description of it. Because what happens is these people just like combusted. They just lit on, not, not really on fire. They just kind of um, turned to ashes just out of nowhere. I want to say that the show that I saw this on, I was really young, and the show that I was watching was like one of those old shows from probably, I don't know, the 1970s. It was one of those old, like, Unsolved Mysteries or something like that, but it was before Unsolved Mysteries. I don't remember what those shows were called. Um, In Search Of, yeah. Because In Search Of was a show that used to come on a long, long time ago. And I used to watch the reruns. And I want to say that I saw this. And it showed a picture of... And this is a strange thing. Because the woman who this happened to had been sitting on a chair, okay? And while she combusted and just turned to ashes, the chair was not all burned. So what you saw was kind of like a pile of ash, smoldering soot, and shoes. Her shoes, and I think you could see like maybe some residue like of ankles or whatever. You know, the lower part of the leg and the shoes. But um, that was another mysterious phenomenon. I don't know how often that happened. I don't know if it happened all over the world or if they ever found out what that was caused by. But that was something that was also very strange. And if you've never heard of it, go and look for that. I mean, it was, you know, it stopped and make you think, okay, well, that's kind of um, unsettling because 
you're just sitting there and you're just going to, you know, combust and turn to ashes. Very, very strange. See, but there's all kinds of strange stuff out there that we've never heard of. And this is one of them that is, uh, I think, it's a little bit obscure because it's something that you don't hear about all the time. I know I haven't heard of it except for if I wouldn't have seen that show all those years ago, I wouldn't even know that this thing happened or that there was a name for it. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, there's like, there's a never-ending list of strange things. So those are just two things that I wanted to tell you about, um, as well as my own, um, (laughs) my own stuff that I probably shouldn't be doing, but sometimes I just, like I said, I just can't stop myself. And, um, yes, as far as word curses, this is a true thing, all right? I want to go back and touch on that just a little bit because this is a real thing. You have to be aware, all right? But I'm, I'm going to tell you, we have to start noticing dates and the symbology, all right? Even like, um, all right, the Ides of March, for example, is another one. Um, When they talk about the Yule season, which is the Christmas season, anything can happen. When you talk about um, Halloween, that's that's another one, and the time leading up to Halloween. There are just a lot of days, dates, that we have to be aware of. And when certain things happen on those dates, that's when you can notice. And then you'll realize just what's happening here. But um, I can tell you with confidence that um, this attempt is not going to work. It's uh, not because I say so but because there is way too much awareness. There are more, I'm going to call them light workers. There are more light workers these days. More positivity these days in people who study these things, who know about these things, who realize these things. There's just a lot more positivity out there to counteract and neutralize these attempts. The other thing is that the the people, the people who are putting these things out there are... Um, I, I can't think of the, the word that I want to use for them, but they, they are, mm, I don't know. You, you just, all right. You can't just read a script. I mean, 
Just like they're going to put a script in front of you and you're just going to read the words. That is not going to do it. But what it does, besides the attempt, all right, at the word curse, besides that, there is the instilling of the fear. There is the, we have to keep it going. Because when they can't keep it going anymore, the whole thing falls apart. And that's what's happening right now. The whole thing is falling apart. And that's why the attempt at the word curse. There's less fear. People who do this kind of thing, they know this. They can read those type of things just like we can. So, love and light. Fill your, yourself with the light. Fill yourself with... We all do different things. I am not a, um, I am not a religious person. I am a spiritual person. And I have no shame in saying that Jesus Christ is my Lord. I got no shame in that at all. So what I do is I fill myself with the love of Jesus and I cover myself with the word and with the blood of Jesus. And those of you who are Christian and who know about these things, you understand what I'm saying, what I'm talking about. That's what I do. And it raises my positivity. It keeps me from being a fearful person. And it protects me. So I talk to different people all the time. And as individuals, we all do different things. And I get that. I totally understand that. We all have options. And that's what it's all about. But you have to keep your positivity. You have to keep away and keep fear away from your mind and that way these things are neutralized it's all about energy you raise your vibration and your energy neutralizes all the negativity because you can be in the darkest place, you can be in pitch, total blackout, total blackness, and have a little small pin light, okay? And that little small light will neutralize all that darkness because darkness cannot neutralize the light. So that's why we all have to walk in the light. Everything, all negativity, all that kind of stuff is neutralized when you do that. So 
that's um, something else that I wanted to share with you. So anyways, um, I just want to say I hope everyone has a wonderful Christmas. I know that, um, yeah, I got a lot of work to do. So I will hopefully be back again on Monday. And until then, everybody be safe. And if you're going to drink and all of that, which there's nothing wrong with that, you know me. I do a little bit of that too much every once in a while. But if you're going to drink, just stay home. Just party at home. Go out in your garage. Go in your backyard. Just do it at home. That way you're not out on the road and you, you stay safe. All right? So thank you guys, all of you. I appreciate you all so much. I can't even tell you. All right. So uh, until Monday, everybody be safe. Once again, thank you. Thank you. Ciao.